You may be waiting for a promotion. You're wait, you may be waiting for the direction of the Lord in some area of your life, but we need to just trust Him that He is in control. He will direct our path. And that during this time, we need to just praise Him where we're at and just thank Him in advance for bringing us to the next phase of our lives. We need to just praise Him. Well, good morning, and thank you for joining us today. The, the title of the message this morning is Promotion Cometh. I know we all, in our lives, we want the Lord to promote us. We, the Scripture teaches us that we can be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. And, and so there's a desire within us to be all that God wants us to be. And we want the Lord to bring us to that level of, of where he wants us, that we can be in the center of his will. And the message comes from the scripture in Psalms, the 75th chapter, and starting in verse 5. And it reads like this. It says, lift not your horn on high. Speak not with a stiff neck. For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He putteth down one and sitteth up another. So we're learning from the scripture. He's, he's given us instruction here. He tells us not to lift ourselves up, to not lift our horn on high, or to speak haughty with a stiff neck as though we are better than everybody else. He says, he says don't do this. Because if you try to promote yourself, you can often get in trouble. Jesus said, he that exalts himself will be abased, but those that abase themselves or humble themselves will be exalted. But he's, he's teaching us here. He says, don't lift yourself up. Don't lift your horn on high. Don't be always promoting your agenda and what you want. But you need to understand that true promotion comes from the Lord. It doesn't come from the east nor from the west nor from the, the south. But God is the judge. He putteth down one and he setteth up another. That's true for you. That's true for me. But that is also true for everybody else in our life. And we need to sometimes understand that because it's difficult sometimes when we see people that we believe do not have character that should not be promoted. Maybe they haven't studied. Maybe they have not paid the price to be in that position. And, and it seems like they're, they're promoted above us or they're promoted past us. And we don't understand. But what we, what we learn from the scriptures is that God is the judge. And he's the one that promotes us, and he is also the one that puts other people into the position that we have. And I've often wondered about that. I know if you read the Old Testament, you'll, you'll read about the different kings that were over Israel. And as you read the scriptures, you learn that when a, a good king reigned, the, the land was blessed. People sought the Lord. And, and it just seems like all kinds of good things were happening. And then in just a couple chapters later, you'll be reading, and some evil king comes into power. He comes in, and he brings in all these foreign gods and all, this, all these statues and all this 
And, and scripture teaches us that this happened because it, during that period of time, he is trying the hearts of his people. Because if everything went well, there's no trying and there's no testing. But it's during those difficult times, it's during those um, times that the, the evil seems to be ruling that the Lord tries and tests us. Because you'll often find it was during those times that many of the prophets arose when there was evil in the land. But when the, everything's going good, you don't hear as much about those prophets. But when evil reigned, when it took the child of God, he had to walk in faith and in confidence and in, in, in encouragement in the word of God in order to stand in the evil day. It, it, it took courage in order to do that. So oftentimes we need to understand. Amen. I, I heard it. I saw it fa on Facebook and it said, you know, until the Lord opens that door of opportunity, we need to learn to praise him in the hallway. And that might be where you're at. You're waiting for that next step. You may be waiting for a promotion. You're wait, you may be waiting for the direction of the Lord in some area of your life, but we need to just trust him that he is in control. He will direct our path and that during this time we need to just praise where we're at and just thank him in advance for bringing us to the next phase of our lives. We need to just praise him in the hallway. Amen. I learned that when you read the story of Moses, you know, there was a time that Moses was on the backside of the desert and you often wonder, well, you know, Moses rose up to be a great leader. But I think it's interesting to know that God was with him even on the backside of the desert. God saw him. And then you learn about David. David became king of Israel. But there was a period of time when all he done was ten sheep. He, he, was, he was in a place of solitude. He was a, in a place where he was not promoted. He was in a place where, where when they came to anoint the king, king that um, David wasn't even considered. I mean, all his brothers came to meet with his dad and the prophet, but he didn't even consider David. The prophet had to specifically ask, do you have one more son? He said, well, yes, I've got one David, but he's kind of rudy. He's young. He's out feeding the sheep. But God sees you during those difficult times. God sees you when it feels like you're all alone. God sees you when it seems like you're on the backside of the desert. And it's during those times that God is working something on the inside of you. I know, especially today in this political arena, and I'm not going to get on into politics, but it doesn't matter which one that you you that you had voted for. It as a child of God, sometimes it is difficult for under us to understand, Lord, why the person I voted for did did not get into to be the president or whatever political arena you're voting for. You know why? Why, why, did, why didn't it happen? I believe this to be a righteous person, and I believe this other person to be a sinful person. I voted for the person I felt like was a righteous person, a person that, that honored God, a person that, that um, was against 
evil and sin and things that are wrong. And I voted for this person. But God, you let this other person come into power. You let this person that I felt like was evil, that did not honor you. But I'm here to tell you that God is in control. The, the presidential election did not take him by surprise. God is in control. Amen. And he knew from the very beginning who would get the presidency. And God sometimes allows evil to rule in order that he may try the hearts of his people. Because it's during these difficult times that you learn that you are going to have to make a stand for Jesus Christ. Amen. There are times that God allows evil to rule, and we need to settle the issue that God is in control. He is the one that sets down one person and brings up another. Amen. We learned this also in the story of Joseph. As you remember the story, um, Joseph was his father's favorite. Um, his dad, Jacob, he, he loved Joseph. And scripture talks about where at one point his dad had made him a coat of many colors just to show his love for his son. And he favored this son. And Joseph, as you know, he was a dreamer. He dreamed one night that even the moon and the stars would would bow down to him. And the interpretation of the dream was that God was going to promote him to a place that even his mom and dad and family would bow down to him. And he told this dream to his family. And this particular scripture starts in Genesis 37. And in the fifth verse, it says, and Joseph dreamed a dream and he told it to his brethren, and they hated him even more. They were already jealous of Joseph because he had his father's favor in his life. But he didn't just have his dad's favor. He had God's favor in his life. God had a special purpose for Joseph. And, and, and because of his dreams and because of the calling in his life, even his siblings hated him. And then we learn in uh, verse 23, it says, And it came to pass when Joseph was come to, unto his brethren that they stripped Joseph out of his coat and of many colors that was on him and took him and cast him into a pit. And the pit was empty and there was no water in it. So we see Joseph... You know, the Lord visits him, gives him a dream, gives him purpose, gives him direction. He says, I am with you. I'm, I'm going to promote you. And the next thing you know, he is in a pit. And that is sometimes how life sometimes hits us also. We think, God, I want to do something for you. God, I want to be in the center of your will. God, I want to fulfill your purpose in my life. God, I'm praying for the direction of your Holy Spirit. And the next Next thing we know, we find ourselves in the pit. We find ourselves in a lonely place. People that should love us, all of a sudden they don't love us. They're, they're against us, and we are in a pit. Amen. So they threw him in the pit and says there was no water in there. And then we learn in Genesis 39, it says, And Joseph was brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian bought him, and of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down thither. So what we learn is that um, there, there were some uh, Egyptians that came by and rescued Joseph out of the pit. 
And then God gave uh, Joseph favor with Potiphar. And, and so Pot, he was Potiphar's servant at this point. Verse 2 says, And the Lord was with Joseph, and he, he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. See, even the Egyptian realized that Joseph had God's favor in his life, and, and he liked that about Joseph. In verse 4, it says, And Joseph found grace in his sight, and he served him and made him overseer of his house and all that he had he put into his hand so we learn from that scripture that that joseph had favor with potiphar and potiphar saw he had an excellent spirit and, and potiphar had put everything into his hands and and then we we learn later on that um, potiphar's wife she really tried to make a pass at joseph and um Joseph fled from from his wife, and um, so we're in Genesis verse thirty nine and nineteen says it came to pass when his master heard these words of his wife, which she spake to him, saying, "After this manner thy servant did to me," that his wrath was was kindled. So Potiphar's wife had had told a lie on Joseph. Said she tried he tried to go with her, and he didn't, and and so this made Potiphar angry, and Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were bound, and he was there in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. So I think this is so interesting. Here is a man with a calling on his life. Here's a man that has purpose in his life. And we, we see him thrown into a pit. God brings him up out of the pit and brings him to Potiphar's house. And he finds favor with Potiphar and, and he's blessed. It says he was a prosperous person. And we see him and then all of a sudden things go wrong there. And, and again, Joseph is thrown into a prison now, into a dark place. And we learn that God showed Joseph favor even in the prison. And we, and we learn from this. That God has you, has a purpose and a plan for your life. And we don't always understand those difficult times. We don't understand those dark times. We don't understand when God tells us he has a plan and a purpose that all of a sudden we are in a pit. Or, or God, it seems like God is blessing us and now we're in the prison. Amen. Like Joseph found himself. And then Genesis 41 talks about the palace. It says, And Joseph said to his servants, Can we find such a one as this, a man in whom the Spirit of God is? And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God has showed all these things, there is none so discreet and wise as thou art. And coming into the scripture, what had happened, the king, the Pharaoh, had had a dream, and he didn't understand it. And so the, the people that had been in prison told him about Joseph and that Joseph had the ability to interpret dreams. And so Joseph interpreted this dream for Pharaoh. 
And so now Pharaoh is giving Joseph favor. It says, then Pharaoh said to Joseph, for as much as God showed thee all this, there is none so discreet and wise as thou art. Thou shalt be over my house, and according to thy word shall all my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, see, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. And we learn from this scripture that, that God, this is where the Lord was bringing Joseph. God had told Joseph as a young man, I'm going to bring to you to a place of promotion. I, am going, I have a purpose and a plan for your life. Joseph, I'm sure he didn't understand why almost immediately after he has a dream and God telling him his purpose that all of a sudden that he's in a pit. And then, when he, and then once again, when God brings him up, he finds favor and then he's in the prison. But God brought him through these things in order to work in him the plan that God had for him. It took these experiences in Joseph's life in order to, to mold him in the person he needed to be in order to be second in command to Pharaoh. And as you read these scriptures, you learn that, um, that Joseph's father and, and his siblings, they all came to Joseph in order to, to get food because there was a famine in the land. And the Lord had instructed Joseph while he was in Egypt to put up for those times of famine. And God used Joseph in a great and mighty way, not just to bless the land of Egypt, but to bless all the land. All the surrounding countries were blessed because of the direction that God had given unto Joseph. So the Lord is teaching us. And sometimes we don't understand. Sometimes we are in that dark place. Sometimes we are in a time of solitude. Sometimes we are in that pit or we are in that prison, but we need to understand understand that God is in control and he has a purpose and a plan for your life. Amen. And I pray God bless you.